Welcome to Can We Say It? I'm Han. Hey, everyone. I'm Beck. Hey, and we have a super exciting uh, guest with us today. Uh, it's our first collab. Uh, you may know uh, Julia from Your Mum's Horoscope on Instagram. We certainly do. She's very happily agreed to come on the podcast, join us during Mercury Retrograde. Julia, how are you? <laughs> Hello, thank you so much for having me on. We uh, have already ran into a few tech issues, but now we are smooth sailing and recording, so I'm very happy about that. But yes, <laughs> we are definitely at the prime of Mercury Retrograde right now, so maybe not the best time to have an interview, but I am very excited to talk to you guys, and hopefully anything that does come out here will uh, be helpful to your listener listeners. We're very thank you. We're very excited to speak with you because we 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 find we found your uh, page. I've actually been following you for a while on my personal page, and we think as Australians would say, you're bloody hilarious. Some of your <laughs> your videos and your memes uh, have been cracking us up, and we often send them to one another. Beck and I. Yeah, we go back and forth sending your stuff all the time. So you definitely keep us. Um, laughing and we think you're awesome (laughs) oh my gosh thank you so much if we had the video on you would see me just like looking like a clown over here blushing um (laughs) I I totally (laughs) and I I do it for the the mutual the collective laugh I feel like when I get to laugh and then I see other people laughing at what I do it just it makes everything worth it even the mercury retrogrades so (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's just, it's so, it's also so many levels deep. It's very niche. Like you have to know about moon signs and risings, but often also just the star, the sun sign. But like some of my faves, definitely like the latest ones with um, the the actresses from The Craft, like with each, <laughs> uh, um, their inner, their inner personality oh, and their outer yeah. personality. That was, that was hilarious. And <laughs> Uh, Beck sent me that one with um, when you're explaining like <laughs> you're explaining rising signs or astrology in general to like every white guy and like their reaction just staring blankly into space hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it like, is so true I make a, a video about it's just like me going through the day being an astrologer and because of that being kind of a weirdo and having the joy of seeing all the reactions to people when I start talking about the moon. (laughs) Well, we just uh, record it. (laughs) We love, we just love how humorous you make it seem, which is, which is great. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be taken too seriously, but it can just depending on, on how you feel. But yeah, you definitely, it's you definitely bring a, a lot of humor to it, which we love, and that's why we wanted to, you know, ask you what what brought you because you live in LA at the moment. Yes, yes, I am currently in LA. I've been here for about a year and a half. Oh, so quite new. Yes, yes, still um, exploring despite the pandemic right now. Yeah, well, yeah, great timing, but. But still, I'm sure you're making the most of it. What brought you to LA from Ohio? I think you're you're from originally. Oh wow! You guys uh, did 
we did the homework (laughs) we did a little bit of homework we know you had we know you had a divine encounter and we want to probe you about it (laughs) oh my god I love that oh that's so great um I said I've never had someone know something about me without them me telling them so (laughs) hello we've scored we've got a Scorpio here and like many Scorpio planets we've got two detectives two detectives in in our chart so (laughs) right I should have known and just the the talk about divine timing um, and divine encounters here we are first day of Scorpio season recording this podcast with Scorpio placement energy so I am here for it um and yeah so to answer your question I grew up in Ohio in Cincinnati Ohio and I grew up in a very very small town like it's almost like a like a story in a movie or something like one stoplight like not a lot of people my graduating class were the kids um I was like one of the furthest people or one of the only people in my graduating class to go the furthest from college for college from high school wow um and I just went across the state so (laughs) if that tells you anything uh and then yeah I've, I've had quite a journey that has brought me to LA and I could probably spend a whole podcast just talking about that. Um, but I spent some time in college. I went to college to study entrepreneurship. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, as I think most people in college or people in their early 20s feel. Um, and so I definitely did a Absolutely. lot of sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely did a lot of searching for kind of what I want out of life in um the first few years of my 20s like 20 to 22 and in that time I also traveled through um Asia and then through Europe and so I spent about a year traveling um the world which maybe you heard in in the podcast that you listened to you heard about that divine encounter um Mm. but what ultimately brought me to LA is I had finished traveling I came back to Ohio and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to stay in Ohio. It just felt like it wasn't really matching my vibrations. Of course. Um, Nothing against Ohio, but it just wasn't doing it for me. And I really wanted to find a community of people who are into the weird stuff, like to the point where weird stuff isn't weird. Like my favorite Mm. thing about LA is I can like bring up astrology and someone's pulling up their chart before I even like ask what their sun sign is. Yes. So... (laughs) and I think that's probably true for a lot of big cities um but yeah I I ended up in LA after traveling by coming here for a visit and this was the first place that I arrived and I was like I don't think I can leave like I think I just have to stay here so I went back to Ohio for a year and a half and then um kind of manifested a, a, a way to come out to LA um super suddenly actually I wasn't totally sure how I was gonna end up out here but um it all happened in like a month's time. I got a job offer and then wow. I was flown out here and and I haven't left. So <laughs> Amazing. that was a really long answer. Well, it's, it's just so funny. Question, but. Oh, no, not at all. Well, I've, this is Beck speaking, but I've, um, I'd been living in LA for six years. I just came back to Australia uh, a few months ago. So I definitely know oh, that cool. feeling of, of not feeling like you're supposed to be, you know, back where you were and just after traveling and you, yeah, LA is definitely, it's like a melting pot of all different people. Like, so, which is very, I find very cool, very unique. And 
yeah, there's some sort of, you kind of feel like, I'm sure you felt like, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to be here right now. Mm. Yeah. Found your, and you found the right frequency to tune into it in LA. Yes, that's such a that's such a beautiful way to put it because it it really feels like that, mm-hmm. and I think I'm reminded of it when I leave LA. And um, I'm curious, did you did you leave LA because of the pandemic or for other reasons? Yeah, we left. I mean, we'll we'll be back um, next year. We kind of left. I have a little eleven uh, month old baby, so we oh, were like, congratulations. Thank you. I was like, I don't think we should be here right now. Um, didn't it just didn't mm. feel right, and it just felt felt better to be at home, be with family, and and recoup and 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 figure figure the year out as because cr- this year has kind of <laughs> been a little bit crazy. A shit show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah, let's no, regroup that. and 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 come back (laughs) right and go from there go from there there's so so much going on this year um it's uh I wanted to actually say this earlier when when you guys were talking about um how you enjoy the comedy of the the content that I make and something that I've realized recently is like for me astrology and comedy go together um astrology reminds me personally, and I think it can really remind anyone who's open to it, that things are always shifting and changing and nothing mm-hmm. is permanent. And because of that, we like, it's almost comical or becomes hysterical when we hold on too tightly to something, because especially with uh, anything related to spirituality or astrology, because when you really go into it, it just shows us that nothing is permanent. So it's like, why not make fun of this the permanency in a way. Um, and I think 2020 has been a real yes. year of learning how to laugh in madness in learning how to let go of control and mm-hmm. know that nothing is permanent. Uh, I know a lot of people who've, who've like, yeah, we, that's from right. a big city as well. And I actually almost considered moving back to Ohio. I like went home, um, stayed for a while and I thought I was going to go back home, but I, I felt like I had to stay in LA for some reason which has become a little bit more clear to me now but it makes sense to want to be in a place that is safe and like can bring the root together can bring like alignment together and big cities right now are not um are not always the best place for that (laughs) but that's very poignant what you're saying though about uh you know sort of yeah, finding the humor. We and you like social media is is continuously sort of doing that for us. I guess this this year we've all been kind of laughing at the, not not the situation, but our lack of control and the lack of certainty. Um, so yeah, I I guess yeah. uh, we we speaking of more tech a more technical. Uh, um, you, you mentioned when you delve deep into astrology, how how important because our knowledge, Beck and I, we've we've done a lot of reading over the years, and we know about risings and moons. And for a while there, we were trying to read about like um, how, sort of houses and conjunctions, but it's kind of where well my my knowledge gap is. And we wanted mm-hmm. to ask you more of a tech from a technical po- point of view, what you think like maybe if you could just like 
I don't know if you could explain a little bit in layman's terms because I always find it really difficult um, to get my head around it and how important are they should how should we be focusing on them more Mm. yeah this is a really great question and this is probably in one form or another the main question that I get which is I think anyone who's interested in astrology is interested in learning more about themselves and the people around them and the world around them and because of that um, astrology is very personal and it's very specific to moments in time um and and that can make learning astrology be a little bit complicated and so i'm going to kind of um, answer your question from like a high a high point of view and then yeah. get a little bit technical if, if we want to um but the what i always recommend with astrology is just knowing that as you approach it it's not going to be it's not going to be similar to the way in which we might learn something else um, or something more traditional. Not that astrology is, is so non-traditional, but it is a different and very unique way at organizing things and explaining things. And it does that in a mathematical way. And that's why I think astrology is beautiful mm-hmm. because it brings together like the logical and the creative or the functional and the fluid. Um, and literally bringing together all elements, all angles. And as far as like the best Mm -hmm. way to approach learning and to kind of answer a question of like, what is the meaning of houses and conjunctions and, you know, aspects like squares, oppositions, when we hear all this stuff, it can sound so overwhelming um, to the point too, where Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, if we don't know enough, can I still use it? Can it still help me? And I definitely- experience that myself and that's what kind of keeps me learning um but I do want to touch on kind of your your question more specifically I think starting off with learning astrology it's really good to make sure that there is a reputable reputable source that you're learning from and it's great always great to have a lot of sources what I would recommend to anyone who's really trying to understand their natal chart or to learn about astrology is to get a reading with an astrologer and even get a reading with like multiple astrologers. And obviously, you know, that's not totally practical for everyone. There's financial or time constraints and, and whatnot. But I think if anyone's really serious about learning about astrology and how it can help them, it's really great to kind of go to a mentor or someone who can teach you. And especially because astrology is um, very much about observation over time. So mm. people have been studying astrology for years and years and years are just really going to be what much better versed in it from a technical standpoint than um, someone who's just getting into or someone who's just wrote an article about it online. Um, So again, to to answer more of a technical question here, um, there's so many ways to go into astrology. I really recommend first learning about the elements um, and the planets. And I think understanding the planets and maybe even the planets first before the elements, because the elements kind of go with the planets and with the signs, but I definitely start, I'd recommend start learning the planets and start learning the um, traditional planets. So not Uranus and Neptune and Pluto, which are the outer planets and are used in modern astrology. Um, But starting with personal planets. So the sun, moon rising is considered a point of, of study here. 
um, and then Venus, um, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, and Saturn. And once you learn the planets and how they will show up, it makes a little bit more sense when you start to look at a natal chart, because then you get to see that these planets are where the energy lives. These planets are alive. And if you have a lot of planets in a house or in a sign, the planet is alive dressed in those colors. So wow. it's alive dressed in the colors of the sign. So it has Taurus energy. It's, it's, if you have a sun in Taurus, um, or let's say Scorpio, because we are in Scorpio season, we have a Scorpio here. Um, <laughs> if you're a Scorpio sun, uh, the sun is the most vibrant light in the natal chart. And that's why it represents wow. ourselves. And so the sun in in Scorpio, it's taking, it's wearing Scorpio's clothing. So Scorpio energy is water energy. It's depth, it's insight, it's intimacy. It's, it's using sensation as a way to understand the world. So using our feelings as a way to understand the world, but it's also very logical. Scorpios are also very logical. So it's learning how to kind of bring things together um, without, without relying maybe on one thing or one answer uh scorpios scorpios want to feel and see the 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 depths of everything which tends to have no boundaries but um that it's a cardinal sign it's a cardinal sign i i I know as well so yeah it is it does it does still sort of like have that stability and logic as you said but i love your description about how the planets are alive with the colors of the I i love that description um, it, it, it makes it, um, it makes it see, it makes it so more understandable. Absolutely. I was actually thinking, Absolutely. yeah. Um, the other day, I think I was getting very existential. I've been listening to some really crazy podcasts and I was just thinking about like how astrology could be, um, yeah, it's like maps to who we are in a way, mm. uh, and, and like a map to try and find out more about yourself, not necessarily where you're going, but just more about yourself. Totally. Yeah. And, and the, the best way that I can describe and that I've heard described, um, the way to describe a natal chart is it's, it's a map of the sky at the exact moment in time and place where you were born, which mm-hmm. in itself is just so poetic. And it, you know, in itself, it, it, it really shows a lot. Um, and I wanted to just, just uh, quickly say that Scorpio is a fixed sign just for anyone listening and, you know, me- memorizing those. Um, Cardinal signs are uh, Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, and um, uh, Aries. And oh, thank you. Fixed, fixed. Yes, fixed. Yes, yes. And so it's a uh, fixed signs love to stay with something. Kind of, they complete the middle of of the season. Um, but yeah, and we actually have a lot of cardinal energy this year. So it's in a way bringing up cardinal energy is very relevant to what we have going on right now because we have um capricorn uh energy going on right now which is the cardinal uh, cardinal sign in the zodiac of course and then we have mars and aries which is the first zodiac sign and the first cardinal sign in the zodiac um and then we just went through libra season so we had a lot of empty there uh we had a lot of energy there and then the only empty sign we had was cancer but because we had these, we've had these planets in the other cardinal signs, a lot of the energy is actually directed at Cancer. And so um, there's definitely a lot of cardinal activation this year, which has a lot to do with making change, taking initiative, um, activating things in our life, and 
that is probably so ironic in a way because things are so stuck and slow. But one of the things I, I like tweeted this the other day, um, that sometimes we aren't actually stuck, we just aren't moving. And I think that's a really good way to start to interpret some of this mm-hmm. astrological energies this year is it's like, sometimes when things are stuck, it just means that we've hit a dead end. So we have to create something new, we have to take action. Um, and this right. year, probably feels like a passive year, but it really is asking us to, to take action. Right. That's a great oh, definitely. way of putting it's, it. It's, yeah. It's like, there's still a lot going on, but doesn't seem like we've done much, but it's, there's a lot actually shifting under the surface potentially. Mm. Totally. Um, yeah. And it's like, we can all feel yeah. that. You mentioned, you mentioned before that you, you know, you went back to Ohio for a little bit, but you realized you needed to be back in LA and you learned some you touched upon maybe that you learned something about yourself did does astrology help you a lot in your own life um with the relationships or just making decisions and do you use it a lot in your in your life um because we look yeah because like beck and i we we've been we we have this tradition like well we well beck (laughs) i've had i've had two kids and like beck sends me every time every time I have a baby it's not like I have a baby every year but like whenever like <laughs> our kids were born we immediately send um Beck gets the the whole natal chart and sends I get it already rising yeah I get it already Yay, as they're yeah. born I start to do their charts and I I send her as much info as I can back even like just after she's <laughs> been in labor I don't know we just we find it quite interesting and isn't just to even to gauge our our kids and our our relationships and Mm. I feel like it helps you understand other people as well because we're not Mm -hmm. all the same obviously Mm. um yeah it it shows that those everything you guys just said is so on point like (laughs) like (laughs) yes exclamation point retweet um astrology is really a way to access like a deeper understanding and you can make a chart about anyone or anything, events and, and people. Um, and when you look at a natal chart, it shows who you are at a core level. So kind of like your programming, you can look at it in that way. Um, that's kind of a modern astrology view is like actually looking at a natal chart and seeing your own psychology and seeing mm-hmm. how it can also be a map of your mind and the way that you think and the way that you go about the world. Um, and traditional astrology looks at the natal chart as being external circumstance. So when you kind of combine like astrology and and what the natal chart shows us, it really is about learning who we are um, in all angles of our life, at all points of our life. And when you get to, when you get to have the privilege to know that information for people in your life, people that you love, it just makes everything, it, it just makes everything work a little better. It's just like knowing answers and receiving answers to things that otherwise are unexplainable or otherwise just aren't there. And astrology definitely doesn't answer everything. And I think it, just with anything, we don't want to rely on, you know, one thing to bring us all the answers. Of course. Um, mm. But it's totally a doorway into understanding yourself, understanding your relationships, understanding your career and your purpose. Everything that happens in our life, it shows up in the astrology chart. And to answer your original question, I use it for everything. And when I had gone back home, um, I had this feeling that I needed to go home and I wanted to be 
around family and similar to, to what um, you, you were saying about yeah yeah wanting to be in the right place with with you know the right people the people you love and I felt that very strongly so much so that I was like oh am I supposed to go back and live in Ohio and I looked at apartments um, and when I was really looking at my transit chart um, and I was also exploring my progressed chart which is a, a little bit more technical um, but the transit chart showed shows where the planets are on top of your natal chart. And uh, I had Venus in the sun transiting my third house. Um, and the third house is all about moving decisions. <laughs> and wow. then preparing to enter my fourth house, which is about home and family. So it was a test for me in where I want to be and what it means to be, um, to create a home and to be home. Um and I wow. think I learned from going home that I'm at the phase of my life where I'm creating my next, like there's home home. And then there's kind of the home that you create and the, the home that you build. And my life has worked in a way that um, I feel very called to just create a life or a home for myself at this part of my life in LA, but my home will always be where it is. But yeah, astrology is a, is a tool. It helps us to understand the decisions and the things going on in our life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and in our in our previous episode, we had um, just gone through, you know, Han and my uh, rising sun and moon sign. Um, so, of course, we had to ask. We had to ask you what your sun, moon, and rising <laughs> sign was, just so you can help us get to kind of gauge gauge you gauge who you are a little bit um and you mentioned that you are a Capricorn sun oh no uh, it's on blast here we go on blast. <laughs> <laughs> a Libra moon and a Cancer rising I think that's quite a it's good a really good combo I think really nice <laughs> yeah it is um you know it's funny I don't know why but I do not actually know why it's because I have a Mars and Mercury and it's the eighth house. Um, eighth house is all about secrets, but I just don't like sharing my basements <laughs> <laughs> often, but it's so ironic because that is what, um, that is what we do <laughs> online. <laughs> we share. Um, but yeah, I am, I am a Capricorn sun. Yeah. Libra moon, as you mentioned, and a cancer rising. And what's crazy is that I actually found out my correct birth time this year. And wow. it did it change everything? Two hours off. Yeah. <gasps> and so wow. how long? How long did you think you were a different rising? Because did it change the rising, or did it change everything? Yes. Like the moon and it changed the rising. Um, wow. And it only changed a, a few houses, um, but that was big. That's that's big. That and is it huge. Really affirmed like it, it's some of the things that I. So I thought I was a Gemini rising, and oh my god, I, I know. Like, very very are different sure? <laughs> like, are you sure literally talk about my identity <laughs> crisis I'm like okay um I, I was like this is why I cry all the time yeah. <laughs> um no it, it definitely was like shocking I could not look at my natal chart for like a week I was like I just need to take up a rake but oh, it was wow. ended up being very synchronistic because um it made sense of a lot of things and I always had this feeling that I had water in my chart, but I don't otherwise, other than my Saturn and Pisces. Um, mm -hmm. And people always think I'm a water sign or something. I'm like, I'm really not. 
but it makes sense now that I have a cancer rising and it's funny how it kind of crept up on me in my life in a way that a cancer rising would do. Yeah, it would do. Well, <laughs> it's very, it's very well. in, in tune with the cancer rise, with the cancer like sign as a whole. My mom is a cancer, like my one of my really good friends are. It's like, yeah, and you, yeah, I guess in speaking to you as well, you're, you are, you have that, I don't know, I, I, I feel like there's this balance of earth and water. Um, a little bit like you you're very uh yeah you 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 come across as very nurturing as well from that that cancer perspective Mm. but you've got such a good um such a good way of describing things in like a serious way maybe is that is that Capricorn coming out I don't know that's just my first instinct (laughs) yeah no that's a thank you that is a uh a good way to put it and it makes sense again now that I know I it's the cancer rising and the Capricorn sun um are opposite signs so they definitely bring some balance ah, yes yes yeah um they complement they complement mm-hmm. they, they complement and oppose so when we have like opposite signs and this is true ev- for everyone has an opposite sign so qu- I'll say them just for anyone listening like oh it's mine uh <laughs> Taurus <laughs> is opposite signs with Scorpio yes. Aries is opposite signs with Libra Gemini is opposite mm. to uh Sagittarius Virgo opposite to Pisces, Capricorn opposite to Cancer, and Leo's opposite to Aquarius. Um, I think that was all. And, <laughs> and the opposite signs, uh, they oppose. So they're both sides of a spectrum. And when mm-hmm. you have like balance on both sides, it's balanced. So the center is at balance. But if one side is a little bit off, all of a sudden the center is totally off balance. And so when we think about the opposite signs, there's a heavy attraction and heavy balance that can come from like those kind of relationships with either in your own natal chart or in, you know, a chart with someone else, like a positive symmetry oh. chart. Mm-hmm. Or just is with, that you know, why Julia? Is, yeah. Is that why sometimes like you might meet someone who is, is a very, is a sun sign. Like I'm just going to use Leo as an example. Cause it's like the most obvious one that, you can use because they're always like you know either very you know on show or sexy or something uh and maybe you meet a leo and they're not they have zero leo traits is it possible that there's Mm. something else that's opposing and overriding it yes what a great question yes but and let's get technical then (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so when we look at a natal chart and this is also why it's like you know i am all day I will post sun sign content as, as you guys know, but um, I, when I'm looking at a natal chart, I do take it much more um, seriously to the point of looking at the specific degrees, looking at the specific aspects because they become really important in the natal chart. And the reason why, like, yeah, you might have a Leo sun who is supposed to be this, you know, very bright and uh, vivid person but ends up maybe being really shy and restricted. And uh, that has a lot to do with the planet, the shape of the planets. And kind of like I was saying earlier, when you study the planets, you get to to understand their traits and their characteristics. So for instance, what I said about the sun being like the brightest light in a chart, if the sun is um, in a day chart, meaning that it was above the horizon, um, it's gonna be bright. And if it doesn't have any negative aspects to it, so, some conjunctions or an opposition or a square, 
it's going to be really bright. So whatever sign it's in, it's going to be really bright. If the sun is mm. below the horizon, um, meaning mm-hmm. that it's a night chart, um, it's already going to feel a little awkward because the sun doesn't want to be seen in the night. It's not seen in the night. Um, and then if it has like a square or an opposition or a conjunction to it, um, it then again is not going to feel very good about being seen. And furthermore, right. the sun is in wow. detriment or fall, which the sun's in detriment in Aquarius. So Aquarius suns tend to not really want to be seen, but they want, they crave to be seen. But when it comes to actually showing themselves, a lot of uh, Aquarius suns have to do a lot of work around confidently being like seen by someone. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because naturally uh, Aquarius, Aquarius suns are already, the sun does not enjoy being an Aquarius. And so, yeah, there's a lot to look at as to where the planets are and how the, how they are in a natal chart. And someone who has, for instance, like a Scorpio rising and a Leo sun, um, that in itself might override the way that someone is showing up, at least when someone's first meeting uh, you or when mm. you're first meeting someone. Yeah, because it's who you kind of present or how you present yourself to the world or how, yeah, how you're perceived um oh wow it's so interesting very Um, informative because yeah yeah, it does and it does make sense completely because you know you you do meet people and yeah you do find out their sun sign but they don't really come across as their sun sign sometimes yeah and and I know it definitely you know it does have their moon and their rising is just as important I I feel anyways but now this has even added another layer to everything and it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it just kind of um, it, it makes the point a little bit too to what I was saying about astrology being a never-ending subject and also comical. Um, when you just go deeper, <laughs> and like, oh, that there's that layer and that layer. Oh yeah, that yeah. So, yeah. so many layers. Uh, and we wanted we wanted to um, uh, plug plug your readings a little bit. We know that you you not only provide very amusing very informative content but you do do you do readings and we wanted to ask you just a little bit um before we wrap up um a little bit about your methodology for your readings if you could just uh let the listeners know maybe they're interested yeah totally um and thank you for uh yeah making space for that i i am currently pretty booked up with readings but i definitely have available readings um that that can be booked for a a couple weeks out or a month out um the readings that i do it's kind of funny uh when people first meet me in a reading they you you guys might be experiencing this right now um because i come across very comical online and i am a very comical person but i am also a capricorn (laughs) moon by saturn so i can be very serious and very um yeah yeah it, it's business <laughs> hello it's, it's business, business for capricorns yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then also that kind of nurturing side that's like much more in the sensitive intuitive self um from the cancer rising i really show up in that with readings and so like when i do a reading it's it it is very much a service um and i love doing them it's the best part of what i do like i love making content and it's fun but the best part of what i do is by far getting to help people using astrology um, I have a handful of different readings available right now. I have a full reading available, which is the most popular, and that's uh, an hour-long astrology reading. If you've never had an astrology reading, um, I will walk you through 
your chart to the point where when you walk away, you should have a pretty good understanding about not only your chart and, and your life, but also astrology in general. Um, and then if you've had astrology readings and you're coming to me for a specific part of your life or question, um, I, also, I also do that. So they're very customizable to kind of what you're looking for. But the one hour reading is the most popular. I also am a tarot reader, reader so I also do uh, offer tarot readings. And oh, cool. I, yes, and I also do some deals every now and then. I just did a Mercury and Mark, Mars retrograde deal, which sold out um, really quickly. So I may be, because not everyone gets to, to uh, take advantage of those deals. So I may be, may be putting some more offerings on my website soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, and you can, anyone listening, of course, can follow me on um, social media or my website to, to stay informed. But methodology of it. Um, is really looking again at the individual that's having the reading. Um, mm -hmm. I like to bring in intuitive channeling. I am uh, an intuitive and a psychic, although I cringe when I say I'm a psychic, so I don't like to say that. <laughs> no, it's but not I, like you've got a crystal. It's not like you've got a crystal, crystal ball. ball. You're just you're following your intuition. Yeah, we, we get it. Uh, yeah, we get it. Good. Yeah, good. We got the a lot of woo woo, and I love I love all the woo stuff. Um, but sometimes I preface that. Uh, yeah, so there's definitely a lot of um, options. And I always recommend to kind of like I said at the beginning, like get a, get a reading with a few different astrologers. I think it's a really good mm. way to see your chart from different perspectives because astrology is very, it's not opinions. These are facts when we look at astrology, but the way in which you interpret it is is very much based on your perspective. And it's so like it's like a therapist yeah, yeah it's oh like gosh, a therapist you have to shop around like it's so true <laughs> well uh, julia we've absolutely loved speaking with you uh we thank you so much for thank your time you. to this come has been on the so podcast super informative um and we yeah we've loved having you loved having you on i want to shout out that uh you can follow uh, Julia on your mom's horoscope basically it's uh, at your mom's horoscope on Instagram and you've got a TikTok which is also at your mom's horoscope and Facebook as well yeah Facebook Twitter YouTube I am all over although Twitter um, I couldn't use the full length username so <laughs> it's, yeah, you are and then mom's horoscope but I am all all over so all over you are all platforms Yes, thank you both for having me on. I had, uh, this was fun. This was fun. And I'm so excited to listen to it and to keep following your podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Have a wonderful night in LA. And we look forward to chatting you and following you for more content. <laughs> yeah, same to you. Have a, have a great weekend. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, Julia. Can we see it? Can we see it?